Maho. Mahalo. That's a thing I say. No. Because... Uh-huh. No, it's not. It Sorry, is. did you play Ivy the Kiwi? No. I saw that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to have a look at this page. I'm interested. And while you do that, I might start the show. You do that. Hello and welcome to World One Stage One Christmas Special. I'm Simon. I just ruined that, didn't I? I'm Simon. I'm Troy. (laughs) And I'm Mike. And we're getting started to a nice professional welcome back. Yay! We're good at that. So, uh, this week... (laughs) Like, weeks are, like, important to our timekeeping or something. This, this update. This episode. Ooh. I like that. I like episode. Makes it sound properly cinematic makes it sound properly cinematic and also confers no information about schedule yes that's all yes Mm. this episode this episode we shall be having a look back over the year of 2010 which is the year we just had well actually you know people have gone back to libsyn they've listened to older episodes so it may be 2012 or so that somebody goes, oh, let's listen to this this Christmas episode. We've had ah, this conversation it, before, Troy. Oh, it, wait, it will always be the... Uh, wait, no, hang on. It is the year we have just had. We have just had relative to when this show was recorded. Yes. Okay, sorry, I'm... It may not be the year you, dear listener, have just had. You may be listening in the future and curious about the past gaming activities of primitive people who played with controllers that they held in their hands and didn't just shout dick at their telly. You gotta use your hands? It's like a baby's toy. Come on, don't just smile at me. I'm leaving you hanging. I hate you. (laughs) Uh, Shall we do a couple of bits of listener mail before we get started? Cool. I, I do remember way back in the mists of time when we were recording before... There was some discussion about moving listener mail towards the end of the show because it was becoming such a big thing. Yeah. Like, we'd go through about 20 minutes of listener mail, and we do dearly love and respect you all. We I do. could make that sound less sarcastic when I, I say I think it, we should do it at the beginning because it makes me feel lovely and shiny before the show starts. It is a nice little... It, it lifts, doesn't it? I, I love it. I like people saying that they like hearing us. It's, it's really enjoyable. I do love it. It does set the tone, I think. And I think we can get through it reasonably quickly this week. Because we can dispense with the first one very quickly. I think I know which one you mean. Yeah. So, Colonel from the forums, thank you uh, for sending us your uh, audio feedback. Um, I think email is the better name. Email is the better name. Uh, we, we love receiving audio feedback, and when we get some, we'll play it. Uh, check your attachments, dude. I think that's fair advice. That's the best advice we can give you for your email, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I've tried that. It, I, I find it difficult. I've only got it to work <laughs> once. Really? Yeah, I'm terrible at files. You're just terrible. I am just terrible. Okay. Moving on. We have an email that dates back away now, uh, because we have been away. It is the season to be busy. Yeah, the mechanics of getting three people into a room have become, again, difficult. Yeah, Christmas season. It's 
You guys know what it's like. It's manic. Anyway, uh, we have an old email from our favourite elvish Irish code monkey. Ewan! Yep. Hey, boy! Who, if you'll remember, we, we recently dealt with his stuff in our, like, last show. Yeah, we did. And he writes again. I was just listening to the last episode, and the audio comment at the start made me think of a story. I won't bore you with the whole thing, but long story short, I was listening to you guys on the way into college on the bus one day, and I started laughing rather loud, and the girl sitting across from me thought I was laughing at her and asked me what my problem was. After a lengthy explanation and allowing her to listen to my iPod, she believed me, and we then got to talking, and to my surprise, she was also a gamer. And well, long story short, she's now my girlfriend of months, so I guess I owe you guys one for that. You dick. That never no works way. for me. <laughs> that is so cool. I know. Isn't that... How... No way. That is so... I cannot... Ah, oh, that's proper romantic comedy levels of just plot there. Yeah, I know. Like I said, we should do the email at the start. It's a you, lift. You dick. Wow. <laughs> Apart from you've, we've actually made Mike feel worse this time because you, you laugh your head off on the bus all the time and you've never scored. Never. <laughs> I'd just like to point out, Mike's natural reaction to things is, you dick. That's I got true. Him a, I got him a Christmas present. He opens it up. What does he say? You dick. What did he get you? He got me a Valkyrie. That's and I not got, at all dickish. Yeah, I got, you dick. That's a really that cool... Was like, it's like 30 quid's worth of present. I'm not spending 30 You forgot where I, I worked. Where I, well, where I worked. But does that mean you now have two Valkyries? Yes, it does. And I have no Valkyries. I've put it together. He's awesome. Not yeah. a dick. That's a really cool gift. Anyway. So Mike is wrong. The end. Yes. Uh, he goes on. Oh, and I would love to hear an Oddworld episode. Okay, so I have a normal question for you guys this week. Has there ever been a game that you were super excited for, but when you got it home and started playing it, you soon realized that it was a horribly disappointing game and wanted to cry your eyes out? Anyway, hoping to hear from you guys soon. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I missed the new episodes. But please, don't take that as a complaint, as I know you guys are doing this in your free time and are probably busy people. Well, some of us are. Uh, but I miss you guys, so please come back soon. Oh, P.S. Troy, poor man's England, are we? You shall regret that statement. I see. I don't think there's ever a way in which I can prime an audience properly for some of the really offensive things I say. <laughs> it's probably one of the best things that we're not ever... We're not ever doing a live show, are we? I... I would like I to, to, but at the same time, I do fear the consequences. I, I can carpet bomb a huge swathe of the population <laughs> with this general tripe and diatribe. Coventrate. I would, I would be prepared to artillerate <laughs> Coventrate and Mulligan. No, Muller. Sorry, I've got to Mulligan. that. But no, the, back to the question mm. about a game that you found immensely disappointing that you were super excited about. Oh, Mike, you're three. You've you've played some dire games in your time. Haven't we all? Yeah, but ones that you're really keen on. Normally they appeal mm. to you no matter how good they are. True. I'm trying to think. Crackdown 2 was pretty disappointing. Yeah, interesting choice. It's cause I really enjoyed Crackdown 1. I thought it was fantastic. And I got 2, and it was exactly... Just well, more it wasn't, of the same. wasn't even exactly the same. It was they'd taken all of the good bits and ruined it. Ah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, for my money, there's two. One of them's a bit weird, and that's Gothic 3. Now, I had no reason to be excited about this, but I was tiny. I was very young at the time. I see. And this was a case of, 
ooh, shiny box art. Yeah. And it's three. They wouldn't have made three if they weren't good, right? <laughs> uh, so I took that home expecting something akin to sort of Elder Scrolls or something. No. And I got... I, I barely remember it. I have tried to bleach it from my mind. You got Gothic <laughs> 3. Should we... Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. I've never really been hugely disappointed by games because I've always been the kind of guy who reads the reviews. And so, yeah, never really, nothing ever caught me um, in the blind spot apart from Gothic 3. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm really reaching to kind of think of a game that I'm really disappointed by because, again, I read the reviews. I generally do my research and I tend to get personal reviews off of mates who've played or I'll go out and find them. Yeah, it's always the best way, actually. Um, I honestly can't think of a game. In you might have to shorten that statement. I can't think of a game in recent memory um, that I've been hugely disappointed by. Um, James Bond Bloodstone was a good game for a certain period of time, and the multiplayer is quite good, but overall it was kind of a eh. But that's not even something I was super excited about. I just saw the trailers and went, oh, cool. <laughs> and then went and paid thirty pound for it and felt like a knobber. So yeah. I don't know, that's my that's my ones at the moment, but equally I wasn't super excited for it, but I was genuinely disappointed. Uh, I know how this sounds. I was genuinely disappointed that they pretty much cut the beach volleyball from Dead or Alive Extreme Two. Oh no. Because the beach volleyball in one was actually genuinely good. I don't care what anyone says, it was a good beach volleyball game. That's why I'm not gonna say anything. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. That's the answer to your question. Bioshock 2 as well. That annoyed me quite a lot. Yeah, you see, oh! I, I didn't buy it, so that I can't be disappointed oh, no. by I it. Oh, d- no. I didn't buy Crackdown 2 either. I was going to. This is, I've, if it, I think it could disappoint me at all, I don't yeah. bother buying it. Mm. Uh, actually, I must say, actually, Red Dead Redemption a bit. Oh, really? Because one... I fucking love that. Two, it'll probably come up later, that one game of the year in Spike Video Game Awards. I, from my point of view, I thought it was exactly the same as Grand Theft Auto, except not as fun. Ah, now, I, I differ from you there in one huge way, which is all the Grand Theft Auto stories are a story of redemption, where you start at the bottom as a criminal and work your way up. Whereas Red Dead starts you exactly plumb in the middle with the ability to go in either direction. I just get bored running around. <laughs> Fair enough. I can't even be bothered to use the fast track. It's I lose. It's the same with all of the Rockstar games. I lose faith in the story and can't be bothered anymore. Fair enough. That was Have the last one I one paid game. for. One game that I was really super keen on and was disappointed by. Mm-hmm. Half-Life Blue Shift. Really? Really. Because when it came out, it was, you know, a game in a box. It was typical sort of full retail price. I bought Blue Shift. I took it home. I played it. I thoroughly enjoyed it all the way through. And then three hours later, it was over. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. When I bought Blue Shift, I got it as part of the gold edition. So I practically got it free. But if yeah. you had to pay full price for it, yeah. Which is where kind of we were surprised by, you know, Valve making a game like that. Yes, Valve, a the heroes of... Steam. A ripoff from the makers of Steam? 
I wouldn't say wouldn't even say rip off, just kind of very poor marketing decision. Yeah. Um, of course, this was kind of before the days of episodic content, almost, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. And it's it's something they have made up for since. Oh yeah. With Epic, uh, speaking of Christmas specials, <laughs> Epic sales and the like, and uh, indeed the the recent story of Troy buying Left 4 Dead 2. And giving it out right. to whoever posted on the forum first. Well, actually, the first person I gave it to was uh, Kipriath. Because I went onto my Steam list, I literally went onto my Steam list, saw Left 4 Dead 2 for however much it was. I don't remember. It was less than the cost of the game, normally. Four, four versions of the game. And anyone who knows me knows I'm a mook. So immediately I threw down... I got myself Left 4 Dead 2, and I don't regret it at all, being thoroughly enjoying it. And then I went, huh, well, let's have a look-see. So I looked on my um, Valve list of who wants this game. There was Kipriath. Ting, there we go. There's there's thing. And I was like, I've still got two. Give one to a listener. Ah, there's a thought. I know some other people who like games. Yes, you do. Tooled onto the forums and... Yeah, so, again, it's this wonderful example of damn steamy rocking. And also, it's so worth coming and hanging out in the Simply Syndicated forums, because you might be randomly given a game. I mean, I'm not going to promise this happens on a regular basis. It really was kind of a one-off. Well, you say that. It might happen again. It might not be a one-off. It's now been, what, four times so far this year I have booted up Steam and it's gone, Hey, Troy bought you a random thing. Yeah, because Steam gives me things I know you'll like, and they're really cheap. So it's like, hey, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, Simon hasn't got it on his game list. No, because I own it on disc. Although, I do love the story that I was actually looking for the discs. When my computer popped up the notification, you've been bought a gift by a friend, Knights of the Old Republic. How did he know? Psychic. He is magic. Clearly. He is a magical man. Time Lord, actually. Same thing. Well, wand, sonic screwdriver. Definitely wizardry Yeah, going on there. Anyway, that's quickly dealing with our second letter. Yes, have we another? Oh, we have another. Delicious. (laughs) You don't don't eat them. I do. You shouldn't eat them. I shouldn't. (laughs) Don't don't chew the corner of the laptop. Don't do that. No, 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 it's a BSG laptop. It hasn't got corners. Wow, that's specific and really geeky. And sad. Cut that, would you? No. Oh, shit. It's staying. Also, I'd like to point out, my laptop has curved corners. Uh, yeah, it has no corners. Cut-off corners, like in BSG, so... Get to the letter! Anyway, yes, sorry. Dear World 1 Stage 1, First off, thank you very much for so many hours of entertainment. You pretty much saved me during the four hours I was just cutting and sticking things into my drama coursework. If it wasn't for you, I would have failed. What? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're having a lot of fun stories today. Yeah, I, think I, I just find probably... it hard to imagine us having any credit for anyone's academic success. I find it hard. I still find it bewildering the fact that we are people's chosen form of entertainment. People okay. seek us out, and they are excited when we post episodes. I find that genuinely bewildering. I don't like that. It's very sweet. You, you don't. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't like the idea that somebody would choose me over something like television or rich. As I said, why are you here? And that's why we're here, Mike. To be chosen, to be awesome, to be loved. No, we're just here to do this. Actually, that is true. The few, the proud, the mooks on World 1 Stage 1. 
We would have very similar Take- conversations without the podcast. It's just we'd have a lot less listener mail. Yeah. Yeah. All these, it's actually worth pointing out, all these conversations that we have are pretty much true to life. Oh, yeah. I just have to learn to speak a little bit louder for the microphone. Yes. And sometimes we have to cut me being offensive. Sometimes. Most episodes. Really? No, no, it's not that bad. Sometimes you have to cut me being drunk. Yes. Most episodes. I usually have to cut you, one way or the other. (laughs) (laughs) More on topic. Today, something rather awesome happened. I went into the local town to buy some games from Game. I had £50 to spend on whatever I wanted. After much deliberation, I eventually decided on three games. The Super Mario Anniversary Pack, which I never got a chance to play properly because it was a little before my time. My only Mario 1 through 3 experience had been through emulators and on other people's consoles. So for £25, pretty happy. Next, I saw Fallout New Vegas on sale for 1999. Holy shit. So I grabbed that too. Only by luck, I also saw a copy of Tomb Raider Legend for 4.99. This brought me up to my budget and I was pretty happy. I walked up to the till, handed over the games. The first thing is that the Tomb Raider game was actually priced wrong. It was meant to be 12.99, but the box clearly said it was 4.99 and they sold it to me for that much. Who? Then, once I left the store, I noticed the Mario game is actually the special edition with an art book and CD with some of the music. So all in all, I managed to get about 80 quid's worth of games for 50 quid. Kerswing. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> Has anything like this ever happened to you? No. Categorically, no. Uh, yes, in my instance, uh, I have certainly taken advantage of the mislabeling of products in stores. Um, I have had, I've purchased special edition material and then got it home and found that it was not, in fact, special edition. So you've had the opposite, haven't I've you? I've had exactly the opposite effect. Wow. Okay, karma. Karma is clearly... What are you saying? Well, that for everyone who gains from this... Oh, yeah, someone someone out there is losing. Yeah. I'm not saying you deserve this to be brought upon you, just that... You do. I'm glad it was you. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't you. Yes. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> I am the karmic pincushion by which you succeed at life. Yep. Uh, the next question I suspect is largely for me. My next question is, why do you hate Final Fantasy VII? Is it the game itself or the trend of crappy JRPGs that came after it? Or is it something else completely? I'm currently playing through Final Fantasy VII for the first time uh, since I was about eight and really enjoying it. Well... It's not the slew of crappy RPGs that came after it, although I hate them too. (laughs) It's the game. I don't like the gameplay. I think it's very badly presented. I think it's unintuitive when you're running around the map and you literally can't see yourself because you've gone behind something else on the screen. I don't like the combat system that is essentially as interactive as a DVD's menus. Some DVDs that have come out recently, and especially Blu-rays, less so. And I don't like that it's... Any game where, you know, you're told... Ah, uh, just just stick with it for an hour or so, and it gets really good. Yeah, that, that, that always bugs me. A really good um, episode of Penny Arcade Television, where yeah. you know the guys are having exactly com- same conversation of you know uh, twenty hours in, you get out of the tutorial, and no mm. fuck that. Yep, it's gotten worse with each subsequent Final Fantasy, as I understand, to the point where it is now a thirteen-hour tutorial yeah. intro type job, and then it gets really good. Well, fuck off. I can play a good game in 13 hours. I think I played the whole of KOTOR in 16 recently. Yeah. Well, thinking as well, if you look at Final Fantasy VII, I mean, I did like the game, but it's kind of like, it's like a shonen show, you know, an anime. It has the plot. Yeah. It has the same damn plot where the plucky antagonist goes up against the evil overlord. It's Star Wars. 
<laughs> with different characters, and you can name them butts if you want to. And I do. <laughs> I see. For me, it was one of my first proper games that I played. I enjoyed it. I'd never seen the thing before, and subsequent each subsequent Final Fantasy, I detested more and more and more. But Seven has a special place in my heart. Yeah. So I will say, I do. I do enjoy Seven. But I can absolutely and completely agree with every single one of Simon's points. It's <laughs> dumb, but it's dumb fun. Yet you don't like Bayonetta. Let's not get into that yet. Okay, we'll we'll save that for very shortly. Yes. <laughs> Finally, please, please, please do a Resident Evil show. These were the games which brought me into the gaming culture more than anything. Although only one three uh, one to three, as four and five are not Resident Evil games. Four was very good, but not a Resident Evil game. Five was, well, crap. Thank you very much, H. Hammond, from the forums. Thank you for writing. Cool. I can't I would, promise a Resident Evil show, but... I would need to play any... Pardon me. I would need to play any of the Resident Evil games to Likewise. actually do a show. Yep. I've never played a single one of them. And therein lies the problem. Survival horror is so not our genre. No, it's not. That's why we need Jack. Yeah. It's all Jack. Yeah, that's his thing. So, I'm not going to never say never. Never! But let's put it on the list, which is a growing list, and you can contribute at the forums. There's a wonderful show suggestions thread. We have really good thread. Yeah. Fantastic suggestions. Oh, Syndicate, Homeworld, the Dawn of War franchise, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, it's really good discussion. Uh, It's just nostalgia on great games. Uh, Come join in. Let us know what you'd like to hear about. That said... Shall we get on with the review of the year? Review Yay. of the year, 2010, looking back. Let us start at the beginning, continue from there, and when we reach the end, stop. stop. Well, then we'll talk about something else. Will we? Maybe. Good Lord. But January. We begin January. With Bayonetta. God damn it! I remember being angry at this game before it even came out. I remember this game on your... PS3, I remember the game demo. I remember the spanking and the bullet-kicking high-heeled leather bitch mistress. Yeah, but you haven't actually played it and seen the way she also seductively sucks on cherry uh, lollipops and all the rest of it. I will say this. You played the demo. I've played the game. Aha, no, no, no. Don't jump ahead of me here. You (laughs) played the demo, correct? Yes, I played the demo. How long was it then before you purchased the game Bayonetta? It was quite a while, but you have to understand how very poor I am. Ah, no, how long was it? Nearly a year. Nearly a year, and you bought it secondhand? Yes. So, Bayonetta. Well, the purpose of this show is to review games we've played and enjoyed. I did thoroughly enjoy it, and it is, as you keep proposing that we use the word, dumb fun. I... I know that... I know... I know there is such a thing as dumb fun that you love despite the fact it's completely pants-on-head-retarded, to steal Yahtzee's term, but... Bayonetta! It's a deliciously over-the-top plot put forward in a real exploitation movie-style way crossed with up-its-own-ass anime. Yes. And gameplay that is Devil May Cry taken to the nth degree of ridiculosity. I've seen that gameplay, and it hurt my soul. It's great. It's a lot of fun. And especially if you can pick it up cheap, like I did. I wouldn't necessarily say go out and spend 50 quid on this game, but if you can pick it up for 8 quid, it's going to be an excellent afternoon. 
Well, what else? What came after Bayonetta in January? Because we we did obviously the uh, 2010 in advance, looking forward at releases. We did. So Bayonetta was one of them that came up, wasn't it? It was, and so was Mass Effect 2. Oh. Yeah, I think that sums it up. That noise. Yeah. Although I, I might want to extend and enhance on it with a... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Still not got around to playing it. You are inside out ridiculous. I am tankborn. What is this? <laughs> yeah, it's got 4chan right. references in there. <laughs> I am... You haven't played it. I am... Poor. I can't afford to buy things. For about a week, it was the one thing I could have. Then I spent the money, and I had to put it from my mind, and I've forgotten about it. Well, it's nice to be talking about Mass Effect 2 in the wake of the Mass Effect 3 Teaser announcements. Ah. Because, oh, that's pretty much where I was hoping this game was heading. Well, it kind of has. I mean, even, even from gameplay perspective. Because if you remember one... A lot of people, mm. myself included, went to the moon. Yep. And then looked up wonderingly at the Earth and went, that's cool. Whereas a lot of people, like me, went to the moon and went, what the fuck's with the gravity here? It's exactly Earth standard. Hush. Hush. I had problems with that. But then I looked up at the Earth wonderingly. Yeah. And thought how cool it would be to go there. But I just have a fear that Mass Effect 3 is going to continue the trend of shooterizing, because if there was one complaint I have about Mass Effect 2, it's chest-high wall cover shooter syndrome. It's feeling more and more like a console shooter and less and less like an RPG, which is Bioware's roots. Mm. But it's still absolutely phenomenal, and the storyline is what drives you. It's classic Bioware. I mean, I was replaying it earlier, and I I just dragged Zoe to the screen practically to show her... Um, Morden's dialogue during his loyalty mission when he's talking about his research and his feelings about it. Ah, see, for our listeners who can't view this, (laughs) Mike has his fingers in his ears, so he looks kind of like Prince Charles. (laughs) Even though I am being very careful not to spoil it when I talk about Mass Effect 2. I'm just making sure. Uh, I'm being very careful. Yeah, it's kind of a moratorium on spoilers on our show. It's a scene that turns... A character who had been amusing me up until that point as wonderful comic relief into a really textured, layered, and kind of dark character. One-time farming equipment? One-time farming equipment. That didn't hint at Morden being quite that, sinister? No, that's during it. Oh. That's during that conversation, because one of the things is you accuse him of being a killer, and he uh-huh. says, I have never killed with medicine. I have killed many times. That's during that speech. Yeah. And that's, yeah, like I said, that gives the hint that he is a darker, more textured character. And then the speed with which he recovers to being good old Morden back on the ship. And you can actually call him on it. And he points out, Larians, short-lived species. <coughs> Stages of grief, anger, bargaining, dealt with it. Moved on. Suggest the you guy. do as well. <laughs> yes, Mass Effect 2 made, an, made for a lovely start to the year. There were also a few other games of note, but... Uh, None that I've played. Um, Uh, Only other big one in there for me was Dark Void, and that's a game best left alone, really. Fair enough. I was going to say, the only other one in there for me that I actually had any experience with was MAG, which, again, I didn't enjoy it. That was the game, run, 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 shot dead by a sniper. Yeah. 
Okay. It's it's really a good experiment into mass combat. I like the idea, but it's a little too big right now. It yeah. really is. You will be shot dead from Without 500 yards. Yeah. I think that's a that's a current trend I'm seeing in a lot of games which go ultra realism. Yeah. And you kind of you miss out on a little by that. If I if I really really wanted ultra realistic combat, I'd join the army. Yeah. And I'm too lazy. Yeah, and, and too afraid of, of being shot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, moving on to February, then. February 2nd, Star Trek Online. A game that may have had an impact on at least two of our lives. May have. Yes. Well, you say may have had an impact on our lives. Now, why is that? Because we've dedicated over 100 hours each to playing it. And we will be doing so for the lifetime of the game. Yep, because we are both lifetime subscribers. I'm still and downloading it. It's fascinating. <laughs> it's a game which, at launch, I think I touched on this in the forums, I was really not sure about having spent the money on it. Mm, I remember you saying, yeah. And I was, you know, cautiously optimistic about the game on release, but there were lots of things that were just not touching for me, and it was like this. I mean, you hadn't cool. had a lot of experience with massively multiplayer gaming at that time, had you? No. Uh, STO, genuinely my first real uh, MMO. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've been doing it since, well... Uh, at least Ultima Online, and even before then, Mushes and Mucks and things. Oh, yeah. So uh, I was used to the launch status of an MMO being a starting point, so I was really enthused, and I do remember you being a little... Leery. I, I don't understand why you're so positive. It's it's fun, but... And then you the, caught the up seasons. with me once yeah. they started achieving what I was foreseeing as potential. And it's been genuinely just astounding seeing some of the leaps and bounds... Just an overall polish and quality of the game, which is Definitely. really... I've, you know, season two really rekindled my faith. I was kind of like, thank fuck I've got a lifetime subscription to this, because this is going to be good <laughs> for a good couple of years. Oh, yeah. And we're uh, homing in on the period of time at which it starts paying for itself. Are we now? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's uh, not long now until we're in profit. <laughs> <laughs> a net gain for our fair, fair, fair... These guys. Yes. Uh, and, I mean, it really was at the start. It was things like when you warped out of a system, your ship would warp away, and then for a brief moment before it went to the loading screen, return to exactly where it was. Or you'd, uh, you'd travel into space. You'd beam up from Earth space station. And you'd be and a ship. Uh, you'd, no, you'd be a person you'd be a flying person. around in space, or vice versa. Plummeting. You could also be a tiny ship running around the space dock, <laughs> which was great fun. Uh, but they did polish it up, and it's now really, really kind of, yeah, it's fun. I, I like it. it. I want it so hard. Well, you need to keep downloading it. Yeah, well, no, I I got the Lifetime Subscriber Edition for my birthday, which is in February. Yeah. So, Yeah, sweet. 300 Day Veterans. Yep, hell yeah. And moving on, another game you've played quite a bit of, and I think we've, both, well, we've all played a fair bit of, is Tropico 3. Yep. Yeah, good game. I was really kind of surprised by it because um, the kind of city building, it's almost like, uh, what, Dungeon Keeper? Yeah, um, I'm more like a theme park, theme hospital type yeah. thing. The genuinely not my sort of game, but I saw a trailer for it, and Tropico is just that right kind of tongue-in-cheek pastiche. Definitely. Which kind of endeared it to me. I was like, oh, that looks like a bit of a laugh, and... Steam was having a sale. <laughs> I wonder how many of these games that will become a factor in our having bought them. 
Actually, yeah, uh, Star Trek Online Digital Deluxe, I purchased through Steam because it was on special. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, Tropico 3 and uh, Absolute Power Add-on, I purchased as the Gold Edition Steam discount. Ooh, we've got to to keep track of this. I'm fascinated now. Yeah, me too. Uh, Bioshock 2 also came out in February, which I didn't even bother with. Leave it alone. Don't go near it. Yep. Not advised. I really enjoyed the the build-up to it. I think they marketed it very well. Fantastically. It was just a very disappointing game. If you enjoyed Bioshock. Yeah. So I know some people who like it. I really didn't. Uh, It was marketed very well, though. Unlike another February release, Dante's Inferno. Ah, yes. The marketing behind that one. Yep, that was a a notable moment in 2010 gaming, was the the Groper Booth Babe Challenge and... Yeah, all of like that those lot. girls don't have enough to deal, to deal with. with. Yeah. Jinx. <laughs> Damn, that was that was weird. That was a little... No, well, actually, no, let's not trick the listeners here. That's not that weird. We do jinx a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the goddamn time. Enough <laughs> <laughs> that we pissed the hell out of people. Uh, anyway, also, February was a busy year. Uh, Aliens versus Predators. Aliens versus February Predator. was a busy year. Hold on. February was a busy year. February this year was busy. Shut up. There were so many games came out, it felt like a year. Yeah. We had a year's worth of gaming crammed into one month. That's a good month. A good year. It was like my birthday or something. Oh, wait. (laughs) It really was, God. Aliens vs. Predator. That was fun. Not as good as... Not as good as the the original Aliens vs. Predator. I preferred the original more. Although, uh, having gone into it as a veteran, I played the multiplayer beta a lot. And... Knowing how to play as the alien really is a huge benefit. It did bring back a lot of the features from the original one, which made it a good game, but it just yeah. wasn't all there. You think it was more nostalgia than polish? Yeah. I think there was an element of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, also in February, Napoleon Total War? Yep. That will have its own thing at some point. We will do a Total War Total show, War show, definitely. definitely. Uh, and two releases this year... Both deserve <laughs> Which we it. Both you know. know Mike has played, <laughs> and that's this year alone. Also in February, though, a real highlight for me of the entire year was Heavy Rain. Yeah, no, that was cool. Jason, Jason, Jinx, jinx. Double, jinx. Double, double Jinx, Triple Jinx, Quadruple Jinx, Quadruple Jinx, jinx. Prime. Uh, right. Yeah, they do that a lot. We do a lot. Heavy Rain, real high point for me. I, I know I'm the only PS3 owner here, yeah. and that oh, probably includes still. you, dear listener. Still, even though we all sat, we sat around yours for six hours. It I think was, it was on what yeah, play. It was kind of like a movie night. It was, except it was heavy rain, and we only got so far. And it really annoyed me that you continued to play without us. <laughs> hey, I'm quite happy to play through the end, second half of it again with yeah, you guys fun. watching. It's it game is a difficult word for me to use here. Interactive movie really feels like the right. Thing. Yeah, but again, that's not quite right either. Because it's not quite interactive enough. Because mm. it really does... It almost brings in elements of kind of ARG. Yeah, Just that almost. investment you... It's, for me, it really caught me immediately when you play the first 10 to 20 minutes as a freelance work-at-home architect who is waiting for his family to come home. You get up drink some orange juice, and you, you have free decision to, should, should I do some work, watch some TV, should I do some dishes, should I go and lie out in the garden? And you just play your life. 
Yeah. And then your kids come home. There's a birthday party. You go outside, play with your kids. Go out to the park, go shopping, whatever. And you're just day-to-day life. So you have this attachment to the guy building with nothing else going on in your mind apart from getting to know this guy and his family life. And You're kind of learning the controls. It's gently there giving is a, you that tutorial element. Definitely a tutorial element. But really, it's just easing you into this life. It is presented in such a way to just bring you into it without you even thinking about, oh, well, obviously, this is where I'm supposed to be gaining perspective on the character. Yeah. Because it's so mundane. And it really did get to the point where once it all kicked off, I had genuinely forgotten this game was subtitled The Origami Killer and was like, oh, fuck, what the, what the, what's happening? And I just started playing this guy's life. Yeah. And his life went to hell. Oops. It's really well done. Uh, it's visceral, this game, I think, is the yeah, right description yeah. for it. And I think it probably deserves an episode as an instant classic. I would need to play it. Yeah. I'm well, all think, for that. I encourage yeah. that. As do I. But um, having seen enough of it, I can, I would hold it up as one of those experiments in gaming, which is yeah. definitely going to be the herald of more like it. Definitely. I mean we should come back to it on an episode. But the developers in question here, they did Indigo Prophecy, also known as Fahrenheit, which people may have played, or Omicron, the Nomad Soul, with David Bowie. So they are known for doing experimental work. Weirdest thing is, we would, no, I was saying earlier about how conversations come up, talking about the holodeck in Star Trek. Hmm. Just that kind of immersion, almost, yeah. in heavy rain. It is seems a similar kind of principle yeah storytelling with you as part of the story rather than gaming yeah it's no it's an interesting one and i'm interested to see what quantic dream do next i'm scared of what quantic dream will do next (laughs) that too uh i'm not sure i'm going to bother with uh getting move uh for the ps3 the motion controller and playing heavy rain with that though oh god no Please don't. <laughs> yeah, there are specific moments Just, in Heavy Rain I don't want to act out with lifelike motions. Oh, yeah, that bit. Yeah, that bit. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've played it, you know exactly which bit. We yeah. Mean. You've only told me, and I'm like, oh, my <laughs> word. Um, so, Brighter Futures. Yes, uh, February. Was good. Was good. There were, there were other games as well, but not necessarily ones we played. Um, Ace Attorney Investigations Miles Edgeworth was a big release. Was, was it? it? Yes. <laughs> Jinx. Also. <laughs> there are people who are hugely into the Ace Attorney franchise. Uh, one of them is our co-host, Not With Us. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear a word out of him about it. He he dresses as Miles Edgeworth occasionally. Yeah, fun fact about Jack. I think the, fo- the host photo of him on our show page, I think, is him dressed as Miles Edgeworth. Really? Oh, no, because he doesn't have a page up because we never got a bio from him. Because he's hopeless. Oh, but the yeah. photo we sent in was of him dressed as Miles Edgeworth. My photo is the best. Do I get my own? Your photo now? is rather good. Yes, I think you should. Yay! That's Shall we move good. on to March? March! March. March. By the left. Starts off well with Battlefield Bad Company 2. No, it starts off well with Mega Man 10. Fuck no, you. No, it doesn't. Shut up. No, it does. Because Mega Man 10, fucking awesome... And it's a brilliant example of something Capcom have been doing on the Wii, which is releasing modern games developed in a 16-bit 2D style. Because, damn, that'd be easy. If it ain't broke, keep releasing sequels. 
if it's going to make you money for, let's be fair, 16-bit minimum of input in the current day and age. Well, it's 16-bit style, as in it's a side-scroller, but yeah. the graphics are so much richer and smoother, okay. but it's that style of gameplay still. It's, it's a platformer. They haven't done a, a 3D reimagining of Mega Man. It's a Mega Man game, and it's great. So I just wanted to touch on that before we moved on to Battlefield Bad Company 2. Did Sarge get the chance to go fishing? No. What? <laughs> that was the big plot point from the end of Bad Company. That uh, I can't remember. It's I haven't played it oh, since March. Jesus Christ. Just, uh, I did enjoy it. Herein we have a Bad Company fan who has not played Bad Company 2 and a guy with poor memory who has. It was... The story took a big hit. It wasn't the same. They went very serious. And I yeah, it was a like it was a battlefield game, wasn't it? Yeah, rather than a bad company game. It was a battlefield game because bad company was some funny shit. Yeah, no, they they lost it. Ah, uh, they lost the funny shit. So you, you're telling me they lost out on Truckosaurus Rex? There no, there were no funny things. There were zero Truckosaurus out. references that I am aware of. There was nothing that's... Don't throw things at me. Sorry, carry on. But <laughs> Don't blame him for it. It's not my it. fault that they dropped it. It <laughs> it was disappointing. The multiplayer was brilliant. Yeah. It was an improvement on the last one, in my opinion. Some people disagree with me. Only reason I stopped playing was because not enough people I know bought it. They're all playing Bad Company. Yeah, probably. No, they all play other games. They're all just terrible people. But... <laughs> Well, your, ex- your Xbox broke, so you couldn't get it. Yeah. You don't care. I don't care. Shooter on a console, don't care. Yeah. And all of my other friends are terrible people. Although, so by the, the end person. of this year, I will be proven wrong on my philosophy of shooter on console, I don't care. Yeah. Yes, you will. We shall come to that. But March was a, a big year. A lot of games, again, either that Big I, month. Yes. That too. <laughs> it, there were so many games, it felt like a year. God damn it. I'm going to use that every month. Uh, Every year, you mean? Yes. <laughs> That's precisely what I mean. Supreme Commander 2? Supreme Commander 2 for RTS fans. Uh, Which I am. One of the most successful RTS franchises of recent years. It was fantastic. Uh, there was also both of the major franchises for baseball games got refreshed, but if you like baseball, you'll have bought one of them. Simple as. I don't like baseball. I do, and bought one of them. I'm... But then, see, I said this, and then you played uh, NHL. I played NHL 10. Yes, I said I'm not a, I'm not a really a ice hockey fan. But NHL 10 was a great game. It really was. Uh, Assassin's Creed 2 was a big release. Aspro, Aspro, no, that's Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. This is Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, okay, so we're, we're, Aspro comes out later. So this is Ascreed 2. Ah, Ascreed 2. Is that Ascreed 2? Yes. He is right. That's, that's the PC release. Because I remember um, PC release, right. Molly, who was also Tim, who was also Jack, cosplaying as one of the Ass Creed guys before Ass Bro came out, but definitely in 2010. Yep. Because it was out on Xbox in November 2009. Yeah. That's why it bothers me. So yeah, the, the Windows release of Assassin's Creed 2. Which, yeah. which matters to me as a PC gamer. It's nice to see um, franchises actually getting converted to the PC. It happens precious little these days. Well, no, it's yeah, that just bothered me because I had it on the Xbox and had it in November last year. <laughs> a game I keep meaning to pick up on the PS3 but haven't got around to yet was Yakuza 3. Because there was a third. 
So they can't possibly have made two bad games Absolutely. beforehand. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> this, this actually is a gothic situation. I haven't played one or two. Oh, but dear. But I've heard about them. Well, let's hope that this time around you are not uh, stung. Let, let's hope. Uh, Resident Evil 5, the gold edition, which has already been mentioned on this show, has a pile of crap. Yep. Final Fantasy 13, 13 hour tutorial. You uh, can uh, polish a turd. Yeah, Myth confirmed. Warhammer 40,000, Dawn of War 2, Chaos Rising. An expansion pack more than a game, but a good one. But I don't, don't it's know. It's going to get its own show. That, because I, I got Chaos Rising recently, and damn, does not <laughs> feel like a like an expansion pack. The plot like whole game. just carries well, on. It's like Dark Crusade in that. Um, <laughs> it's like Dark Crusade in that. And there's a lot more to it than a typical expansion pack. Yeah. But it, it is an expansion pack. Mm. It's just a really good one. True, yeah. All right, all right. I got it when I installed Dawn of War 2. <laughs> I literally, I pressed, I, it comes up as two separate games on my Steam. I said, install Dawn of War 2. And then it said, do you want to play Chaos Rising? Click. Starts playing Chaos Rising. But Fair I didn't play. install that. <laughs> yeah, you did. Why is it working? You clearly Steam did. downloads both, they are pretty much the same game. Yeah. Uh, there was also the release of a game that uh, I haven't seen any evidence of in a while. I mean, it used to be poker trainers all over the place, but Heart Gold and Soul Silver made their first appearance. I unfortunately needed to be a real boy and pay for bills and shit like that, so I had to trade in my DS. I didn't know that. I you I, didn't tell us you traded in your DS. No. Oh, that's painful, man. It is. I, oh, you I had have to... my sympathies. I needed. Money for, for rent and uh, trade-ins were for the DSi large fucker, the, the XL bastard version, which mm. I had, were, like, slightly under full price, and I'd got it on special anyway, so I was making a profit. Well, that's a boo. We've, we've kind of had a really sad story there in the middle. It's okay. Oh, do do I, I have any happy listener mail? I need a lift. <laughs> I need something happy. <laughs> Well, um, Metro the, 2033, a lot of people mm, find us a happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure it's happy enough. I mean, it's it's good. It's a good game. I know a lot of people that enjoyed it. I, As do I. I never got around to playing it myself. Nor did I. Nah. No. Nope. Yeah, okay. Sorry. God of War 3, you know, a lot of yeah, people say it's great. We're not I think crowd, I think. No. I mean, it's much the same as God of War 2, really. If you liked God of War 2... You'll like God of War 3, as I understand it. It's a three situation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they wouldn't make two bad games. Red Steel 2, because the first one wasn't bad enough. Yep, Dragon Age Origins Awakening. Which was good. Which is one of the better DLCs ever done. And, and would eventually give rise to the uh, Dragon Age Complete Pack available on Steam. Yep, yep for a very good price, yeah. recently purchased by one Zoe, who now keeps playing it and makes me jealous because I don't own it. I'm not going to play it on hers because I'm not going to give her any free achievement. Oh, you're <laughs> as anal about that as I am. Yeah, I am. Magnificent. I've already given you free achievements. Yes, you have. See, I don't I look know. at them as free achievements. If someone else plays on my account, yeah, there are achievements, achievements that have been I'm like, denied Fuck to you. you. Yeah. That was me. I wanted that little glowing moment. Yeah, I know. But let's move on. We, we found our happy. Have we? Just Cause 2. Ah, what one of the games that's been recently purchased for me by Troy Grappling hooks! (laughs) Remember, the safest way to survive falling out of a plane is not your parachute, but grappling hook the ground to go towards it slightly faster. It's a controlled descent, then. (laughs) (laughs) That hurts my head so much. Just Clause 2 is definitely an example of... Dumb fun. 
dumb fun. It's spot the heritage. Well, it's you know it is <laughs> the GTA voice acting style. Is terrible. Oh, the voice acting is deliberately terrible. But it's it's GTA style game sandbox. But it totally gets the concept that people are going to dick around. So it introduces the concept of chaos. Every yeah. time you wreck a car, every time you blow up some barrels you find, or just destroy a random government installation, you add to your chaos total, which actually progresses the game. Yeah, it is a game mechanic, because you're trying to just, well, get people riled up, really. Yeah. But I think it's, it's so very telling of developers knowing exactly what we're going to do. You've given us the Panau Islands, you know, a, a helicopter, it's not a helicopter, sorry, a parachute, the ability to grappling hook onto any damn thing we please. Including a helicopter. Including a helicopter, and to explore this vast open wilderness. What are we going to do? We're going to dick around. Oh, yeah. And that is one of the things which is so compelling about us. I keep playing it, have been pretty much since release, because <laughs> it's good, simple fun. The plot missions are often quite entertaining. There's nice little hooks here and there in the, uh, in the gameplay. But, um, just if you're a fan of the kind of sandbox third person shoot 'em up, just cause two. You you actually can't go wrong. It's act it is actually a lot of fun. Yeah. I do agree. Um I'm not as all over it as you are, but it is yeah, true. it is thoroughly fun. Uh it has its flaws. It does. Oh boy does it. <laughs> yeah. But I, some of them are quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> I did pick it up at first I was in the game shop, had it in one hand. Looked at the back and went, oh, and put it back down again. <laughs> what made you go, eh? Is I thought they were trying to be serious. No! <laughs> it turns out they weren't. That is a problem with marketing, is it's not clear enough that this is pastiche. Yeah. If, if I'd have sat down and played it and found out that it was ridiculous, I'd have bought it straight away. But I thought they were trying to be entirely serious and just thought, no, I'm not going to go for that. No, no, no. It is a CAA-hired <sighs> operative of curious descent. Very who, curious. Who goes to essentially an Indonesia-North Korea-style you know, dictatorship and starts wrecking the place up. <laughs> God damn, that should be inherently hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we do recommend that one. Grappling hooks. Grappling hooks. Um, that's about it for... March. Pretty much. And April's quite slim. Um, Splinter Cell Conviction, some people might enjoy. And equally, Grand Theft Auto episodes from Liberty City. There's a you know big market for that. I Splinter Cell Conviction, for me, wasn't a big thing. My friend got it and was like, oh, try this, it's fantastic. Be really stealthy through this bit. I just kicked in a door and machine gunned everyone to death and was like, what's wrong with your game? <laughs> <laughs> There's also some Salmon Max came out in April, although truth to tell, I'm not a big fan of the Telltale Salmon Maxes. They're just, they're not scum engine. No, they, they miss something. They're not quite all there. Yeah. I think as cool as they are, they're not quite. Though, brief look into 2011. Yeah. Well, no, December 2010 is when the first episode comes out. But um, back to the future game. Yep. I know that you're quite excited about that. It's the real cast. Um, well, it's not all of the real cast. Well, it's enough of the real cast. It's Christopher Lloyd. It's and um, Doodlebug, little fella, Michael J. Fox. Is it Michael J. Fox? It's Michael J. Fox. I honestly thought they were using a sound alike. Nope, he's deliberately puts on the voice as far as oh, I'm aware. Fair enough. I thought he was dead. 
No. <laughs> no, he just has Parkinson's. Did I know really he, think I know he has dead? Parkinson's. My granddad had Parkinson's, but I thought he died. No. Oh, he's okay. alive and well on Boston Legal. <laughs> Why? Because he's great. Not being rude or anything. What kind of a fucking question is that? This will be the first World War stage war where I just rage at a co-host. I'll wreck your shit. No, no it won't. won't. You've Have raged you watched, at Jack. You've watched Teen Wolf, haven't you? Teen Wolf? Yeah, what? he wasn't dead in that. Yeah, why isn't he? Because he's awesome. Wait, 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 wait. Are you asking why... Why is Michael Jock... Why is Michael J. Fox still alive and well? Or are you asking, why hasn't someone taken care of Michael J. Fox? Because that's that what one. it sounds like. What? Get the fuck out! <laughs> Welcome to World One Tangents uh, 1. No, I'm not um, having this conversation on a podcast. <laughs> what? No. You, you want someone to kill Doc Hollywood. Leaving it. You want someone to kill Marty McFly? Leaving it. Anyway, moving swiftly on I'm before, so disappointed. before terrible things happen. Uh, only other worthwhile thing possibly for mentioning was Monster Hunter Try. Yeah, you're right. Super Street Fighter 4, not worth mentioning at all, is it? I no. haven't got that far down the list yet. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter Try, probably worth a mention. It was a big release. Uh, also, let's just mention, I want to give a special mention to EA for finding a new way to gouge football fans this year. Yeah. By not only releasing a new FIFA, but also releasing a FIFA World Cup edition. Well, as well. Yep. My friends bought that. Does it come they with like it that? Good. The what was it? Zucchini? Zucchini? Vuvuzela. Vuvuzela. No, I meant the mascot. Because oh. if you're going to do the World Cup edition, you've got to have the mascot in there. I presume the mascot's in there. There we go. That's I want to know if the Vuvuzela is in there. Vuvuzela. Do you think there's a Vuvuzela button? Oh, that would be awesome. Press X to <laughs> I hope so. There was also Super Street Fighter 4. Let's move on from EA. Nah, people. man. Super Street Fighter 4 with Vuvuzela. <laughs> Hadouken. <laughs> now, the thing about Super Street Fighter 4 is, this was one I was like, no, that's wrong. I was playing that ages before. And of course, that was Street Fighter 4. Yeah. Because this is what Street Fighter does. They've added the word super in front of it. We can expect soon one with turbo added somewhere as well, I'm sure. Uh, and then possibly championship. Disdain is my expression presently. Yep. I don't get on with fighters in general. We know this, but... <sighs> Make a new game. <laughs> Stop repackaging nostalgia with improved graphics. Shall we move on to May? Let's do that. Let's do that. What did I do to deserve this, my lord? No, no. Give it its full dues. What did I do to deserve this, my lord, too? The I sequel to the <laughs> award-winning What Did I Do to Deserve This, My Lord? What the Wait, hell? What? Only released on the PSP. What? I'd have bought that just for the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you don't want to have to explain to something. When someone comes up to you, say, on a bus, and goes, what set you're playing? And you answer, What did I do to deserve this, my lord? It was formerly known as Holy Invasion of Privacy, Batman 2, Time to Tighten Up Security. Elsewhere in May... Come on, let's get away from that yeah. quickly. I'm scared. Okay. okay, moving on. Skate 3, which I'm sure will only appeal to me out of the three of us. I don't know. I have been known to Ollie on occasion. Yeah, but have you ever played the skate games or are you more a Tony Hawk's guy? I, I'm a Tony Hawk's guy. I know guy. what Ollie means. 
Okay. So you're more a Tony Hawk's guy? No. No, you would be, of the two. Because it has to be said, Tony Hawk's I is... I can proudly say I'm a Tony Hawk's man. It is an arcade game. Yeah. You, you don't need to know anything. Okay. It is press left, right, B to do a special move. Sweet. Whereas Skate is much more technical as a skating game. You're using the sticks to move your balance around. Cool. And okay. using combinations of shoulder buttons and sticks to literally choose where to hold the board rather than just pressing a button to do a predefined grab. Yeah. It's a really good skating game, but it is realistic. and a high-end simulator. Yeah. Huh. So Tony Hawk's players come to it and deride it immediately as boring. Whereas skating fans go, actually, this is fucking brilliant. This is what we've wanted for years. Yeah. No, I I did it. I enjoyed the first skate. I found it a bit awkward to control. That's because I'm a flailing retard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, after just the second think. one, I just don't care. Mike made us laugh. Yeah, he, he may did. Have, he may have caused the start of a beautiful new relationship. Oh, I'm still so chuffed with that. What? <laughs> Ewan's girlfriend, you pillock. We, we got them together, remember? Oh, all right, with yeah. with the, the laughing on the bus that never happened to you. Okay. See, that's what you I need to do. You that. need to make it personal for him to remember. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll it's a very it. limited yeah, worldview. May was a big month. Yeah. Was it? What are you telling me? There's so many, <laughs> there's so many games yeah. in a year, it only qualifies as a month. <laughs> Shut your face. Well, we had Blur and Split Second Velocity. Uh, big racing game titles. Okay. Blur, by the way, I've, I've considered the, the grown-up players Mario Kart, or them rather trying to appeal to the, the sort of PlayStation generation with Mario Kart gameplay. Interesting. Okay. Because it's, um, it's sort of real-world locations, real-world-type cars. Yeah. But you drive over these hovering, glowing pickups. Power-ups. And I swear to God, there is shell, blue shell, banana, turbo... Yeah. Fucking blue shell. That's not what they look like, but that's what they do. Ah. So and you was... can't copyright flying out of the air and smacking you from behind, no. making you lose. So it felt really fucking familiar. Cool. Also, um, Super Mario Galaxy 2. See, okay. I'm not eight, so I didn't play that one. <laughs> if you um, like Mario Galaxy. Yeah, it's, it's good. Same <laughs> game. They wouldn't make a second one if the first was bad. <laughs> I'm not going to live that down for the rest of the show, You're am I? not. No. no. Oh, joy. One poor choice in your childhood is going yep. to carry on. <laughs> UFC 2010, which I played and enjoyed, but it wasn't great, so I then traded it in. I found I remember, a copy you, I remember you saying it was good for a while. It was a lot of fun whilst I played it. Then I finished it. Then I was done with it. I found a copy in the park on the floor. <laughs> Picked it up, played it, put it back in the park. <laughs> Did you actually take it back to the park? Yeah. Wow! I was walking past it the next day. It didn't impress me, so I just put it back. Dude, you could have given it to me. Uh, Or you could have traded it in for something. This was like a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't back when it came out. So you could have known better. God, you're a fool. Free game, on floor. Take it, play. Then keep it. Uh, Alan Wake came out in May. The uh... story about the writer. Yes. Uh, who's writing the story about the writer. And something happens in Maine. Because Stephen King! Yep. You totally got to have... Was it Duracell or was it Energizer? I can never remember. Oh, it doesn't fucking matter. Alan Wake, Batteries. the game that tried too hard to be sinister about nothing in particular. The and, and succeeded in trying too hard. Yeah. Uh, Prince of Persia, Forgotten Sands. Again, it's a modern platformer. 
It's not the sort of thing which normally leaps out at me, but I've heard it's very, very good. It's a fun franchise, but I, I didn't especially go for Forgotten Sands because I feel like I've played that franchise now. And unless they make any significant changes to gameplay, I don't feel compelled to go back to it. Storyline? It is coming to the same game again yeah, and again at this point. Yeah, the isn't quite good enough with the Prince of Persia games. Yeah. Okay. That's not its great strength. Right, I, I, like I said, I've just heard people have enjoyed it. Yep. If it's your kind of game, probably one to have a look at. Download a demo on Steam. Lost Planet 2? Big name, but not a great game, it has to be said. Didn't care enough about the first one, to be honest. No, me either. Uh, Red Dead Redemption? Either Game of the Year or quite a disappointment, depending on who you listen to. It suffers to me from all of the same things as all Grand Theft Auto games. It's not a good... <laughs> It's not that it's a bad game, it's just me. It's not your sort of game. It's not yeah. me. Which is, Which is fair is enough. a fair assessment. And I'm, I've, I'm playing it, enjoying it, and still working my way through it, though it has to be said quite slowly. It's not a game that's compelling me. It's not a page-turner, yeah. as it were. There's no chaos function, for example. No, there you is, can't, there you is can't no chaos function. grappling hook a horse to another horse. That's my problem. <laughs> oh, if you could. Then, then mosey. Oh, that'd be awesome. Is it anyway. right bumper to mosey? No, it's the, uh, it's, which button is it to mosey? There is a mosey button. <laughs> what, really? <laughs> no, but no, no, the successful troll is successful. God, I hate you. <laughs> no, it's just a half stick, you mosey. No, uh, half stick is, <laughs> burn! <laughs> there, there is a pull the broom of your hat button, though. There genuinely is. What, to greet people? Yeah. Genuinely? Yeah, genuinely. You go, howdy, and just pull the broom of your hat. It's awesome. Sweet. Uh, right, June. <laughs> suspicious moron is suspicious I think we're done with May yeah that's pretty much it pretty what, much what else oh, is on May apart from uh, in May there was also the Iron Man 2 spin-off game yeah and Ben great. 10 Alien Force The Rise of Hex oh yeah that was there too yeah that was there too so we can leave that yeah <laughs> we're done June Alpha Protocol what Alpha Protocol what Alpha Protocol no, the point I'm making is what Alpha Protocol oh you're gonna throw dice at you <laughs> Alpha Protocol. No, I know what it is! <laughs> I'm a... What else came out in June? Fuck Alpha Protocol and it's mispronounced ass! I hate you guys. Transformers, Wolf Cybertron, which was a bit of a letdown, uh, if you ask me. Uh, Green Day Rock Band. Because, you know, you can't have enough Green Day in your house. Naughty Bear. I had Naughty Bear. It was... It could have been... Absolutely fantastic. It was a bit of egregiously wasted potential, wasn't it? It it was so wasted. I looked forward to that for so long. <laughs> you say you were really looking forward to a game brilliant. and then disappointed by it. Yeah, I'd forgotten about it completely. So there we go. Another I lent answer. It to someone and it's not on my side anymore. I I need to get that back. Actually, it's my brother's. I lent it to somebody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually lending your brother's games to people has come up on this show before because you've lent them to you me. You've still got ODST. Yes, I do. You? Yeah, I really need to get that back. I haven't played it yet. Uh, I'll borrow it off my other mate and then we can play it together. <laughs> Sounds then good. I can get my copy back. Although June also saw the release of a game that, again, kind of significant to the two of us, APB. Yep. Significant very briefly. Significant whilst it was around. But yep. again, potentially soon. Yeah, could Phoenix from the Ashes, apparently. It has been bought up. It will be going free to play next year. Free to play, people. Free to play. Cops and robbers. 
free to play. Speaking of in-game meetups. Oh, ooh. Oh. Ah. ah. Yes. Yes. Brigadier. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, that'll be free. Oh, my, yes. <sighs> yeah, that was good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with us? Many, many things. Yeah, my first guess would be a lot. Uh, Lego Harry Potter, years one to four. Well, it's more Lego. Yeah. He's always going to have a stupid haircut, whether he's made of Lego or real. So there we go. Well, it has to be said, the Lego games have actually been consistently really good, but kind of samey. Oh, true story. But it's an easy, it's an easy buy-in to the Lego game franchises. You pick up the one you like look of. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Lego Batman... Based on the animated likenesses of everybody. Yes, which is very cool. Yeah. Just like a Star Wars all the way. Do we have anything else to say about June? I mean, there were a lot of games. Toy Story 3, uh, Planet Mini Golf. What? There's a whole planet for that? Yeah. Apparently. Isn't Apparently. that just Planet Golf? Death Smiles, 99 Nights 2. Nothing big. No, nothing that made an impact on me anyway. I don't know about you. No, nothing nope. at all. I've seen a lot of sale on Steam for Sniper Ghost Warrior recently. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think there's a reason for that. (laughs) You might be right. You think if a little person plays mini-golf, they just call it golf? Troy. Stop it. (laughs) It just just came to mind. Right, if any little people listen to this (laughs) podcast... Did you have to do the inverted commas? I did have to do the inverted commas around that. That's (laughs) cruel. Uh, please feel free to come punch <clears throat> Troy. And uh, and Mike, in fact, for his dismissive way of patronizingly no, saying... I'm not. I'm patronizing him. <laughs> okay? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. It just came to mind as a thought. I, I don't mean to... I wanted to say belittle, no, but no, no, it might be well, important. No, Troy, most people have the capacity to recognize the difference between golf and mini-golf, regardless of relative scale. Because. Yes, mini-golf is smaller than golf. Yeah, but I'm pretty big. Moving on. July... I, I want to involve Mega Golf. <laughs> I still want to involve Mega Golf. Anyway, involved. You've just invented it. <sighs> I have invented the word invent. Perfectly cromulent. You. July. Crackdown 2. Disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't play it. I'm just agreeing with Mike. It's. I want him to back me up later, so I have to agree with him now for something. Something. It was, it was just disappointing. Because have you played Crackdown 1? Yes. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It was. Uh, The guys who developed it went on to do APB. Yeah, it was incredibly good. That's why I recognised off of it. That's just coming to my head. But um, yeah, Crackdown 2 was a disappointment. They just threw it away. No, well, I think Crackdown 2 was done by a different team because the original team were doing APB. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Also, July saw Death Spank, which keeps getting recommended to us. Interesting. Okay. Las Blue! Las Blue! The, the beat em up. Yeah, um, con- uh, Continuum Shift, actually. Ah. The sequel. Uh, the oh, game. It's the sequel to the one you're thinking of. The one that I became oddly good at that night when we all played it. That, the night when we had nothing else to do and just went, here's a thing. <laughs> Squiggly, I will destroy you. It's an odd beat em up. Very odd. With a, an anime going alongside it that. Seems largely unrelated. 
what like most anime. True. I would actually recommend getting it if if you can pick it up for a couple of quid. Yeah, it's, it's quite fun. Probably not a full pricer, but the Blaz Blue games oddly fascinating. Blaz Blue, big release of July, uh, Starcraft Two. Didn't play it. Look, I played Starcraft, <sighs> but I watched somebody playing Starcraft Two, and I went, "Why did you pay for that?" Nobend, nobend. I disagree. My computer but... won't run it. Trisha Helfer as Sarah Kerrigan. Case closed. My computer won't run it, so I can't I'm, play I'm it. not I can't greatly you. compelled to play a game because of the voice actors. You should be. No, because I played StarCraft and I could just watch Trisha Helfer and something else. Or you could watch her do Sarah Kerrigan really compellingly. I'd like to watch her do Sarah Kerrigan. Actually, that's an interesting concept. Preferably before she became Queen of Blades. Afterwards know. is a very specialised subset of pornography. Let's go to D. Let's not go to D. It is a silly place. Also, speaking of D... Uh, <laughs> no! No, don't speak of D! Something came out in July called Furry Legends. I'm going to take it no further than that. Yeah, don't. I don't even know what that is. Is that snow or rain? What? No, that, hearing... was a, that was a truck in the snow. Oh! Wow, it's going for it. Shall we move on to August? Yes. Ivy the Kiwi! Ivy the Kiwi. We don't know what it is, but it's got Kiwi and Troy's there, so we thought we'd laugh. Yes, we have our own Kiwi. Some really good games. I don't belong to anyone. (laughs) You belong to World 1 Stage 1. I am as much World 1 Stage 1's as I am anyone else's. World 1 Stage 1 lays a claim to you. I am the world, Mr. Dalliard. You owe me your first ball. I owe a lot of people my first ball. <laughs> I've been drunk a lot, and I've promised some outrageous things for oh, my You did first it when ball. we were sober, in front of everybody. Yep, I also lie, flamboyantly and yeah. often. That is but true. back to August. <laughs> uh, some big releases, not necessarily good ones. Kane and Lynch 2. Not very good. We're trying really it. hard to build an interest in a marketing campaign for a game that wasn't compelling the first time round. Yep. Now, these characters you didn't give a shit about are back for more. Actually, let's just... That's that's the disappointing one. Moving on from there, you've got Mafia 2. Good game. Good game. Very good game. Thoroughly enjoyed by all present. I've seen him play it. I haven't played it myself. Did you thoroughly enjoy the experience? I did enjoy watching you play it. Thoroughly well, enjoyed it. I will Both give it a go. my housemate and my girlfriend watched me play Mafia 2 and really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and Zoe didn't enjoy Mafia 2. I didn't play it, but didn't enjoy necessarily watching me play it either. Because, well, one, it's a Mafia-based game, which not her thing, but also it is a valid criticism. There is a lot of historically contemporary racism, but nonetheless racism involved in the yeah. dialogue. So it's not a hugely politically that. correct film, uh, but that sort of follows the tropes of Mafia films. Yeah, I... It was quite jarring when it came up because you, you are you are still kind of expecting it with the modern, you know. We look back at it in this yeah. way, and you look and you, you hear something come well, up. And funnily you go, enough, oh. it was one of those things where some of it was more offensive than others. You know what and really bugged me when one of the greasers called um, called Joe a dago. Yeah, it's like he's Italian, you schmuck. He's not Spanish. <laughs> Although I kind of like that because it just showed that the greaser was an ill-educated dickhead, dumbass. Yeah. yeah. It was like, eh, you got kind of olivey skin. Fuck it, you're a Dago. 
You live in what is essentially a Manhattan analog. <laughs> He's Italian. What do you mean Manhattan analog? It was Manhattan. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was specifically not called Manhattan. Well, it was New York. Huh. I'm pretty sure it was. I don't know. I'd have to go back and play. Actually, I've really got the edge on to play Manhattan. Uh, Manhattan? Mafia. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Mafia 2. I would, I would recommend it. it yeah, and it's so on as- special on Steam at the moment. <laughs> It is, yes. <laughs> How coincidental. God damn. Uh, also, Metroid Other M. Really good game. Not played it. It kind of breaks with the mold of Metroid games, which goes against what I was saying about Mega Man earlier. I really want to see them do the same thing with Metroid, make an old school Metroid game. Yeah. But Other M, really fun. Worms Reloaded, which yeah. is staying true to the old principles. Yeah. Rather than Worms 3D, which was chronic failure. Victoria 2. Yeah, that's that's your thing. I I spent I've wasted hundreds of hours on that game. Yes, you have. Yep, every time I've looked. Well, until Empire came out. Until Empire turned oh, more, yeah. Can you can you bring up my Steam on that? Oh yeah, I can. See how many hours I wasted on it. Actually, I'm probably logged into Steam on here. Yes, I am. Oh fuck! The Manco store has a huge sale on. Oh god, there no. is a picture. Don't do it. There is a picture Turn of away. Saxon Hale riding a ca- red-nosed kangaroo. Red-nosed can- Fuck it. It's a Rudolph the Red-nosed kangaroo. Fucking ruse. <laughs> anyway, yes. Heap Hestus' Steam profile. Recently played. Rome, Total War. No, shit that. Empire, <laughs> Total War. So hard. What's it? Recently played at the moment. It's Left 4 Dead 2, KOTOR, Empire, Total War. So, Victoria 2, hours played... Kind of a bit like Clive James there. 82 hours. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I'm clocking over 250 right. hours on STO. I didn't buy this in August. I bought it in October. That's just hours that I've been playing when I've been logged into Steam playing it, because the client starts independently. And also in August, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game. Which I have a lot of time for. I don't have a PlayStation. Well, then get it on your Xbox, you moron. It's available Can on I? both. <laughs> I love the look uh, of bewildered <laughs> confusion. Okay. The art was done by the guy who did um, Pirate Baby Beach Cabana Party or whatever it's called. That thing. And the music was done by Anna Managuchi. So it's a real collaboration of talents making a very fun game. It suffers from a couple of little bugs, but I think they've been fixed now. It's your classic four-player cooperative side-scrolling bash up It's really well done. <clears throat> If you like Castle Crashers, give it a go. Very similar. And brings us to September. Oh, God, September. Right, now we're getting into that sort of holidays release window. It's it's going to get huge at this point. It's going to get tense. It's going to get huge. It's going to get real. Right, let's, get can we actually just follow this list on the way down? No. Oh. I like jumping around. <laughs> Please don't, because I'm on Did my iPhone. Did you also jump, jump like crisscross? <laughs> crisscross. Did you just make a crisscross reference? Maybe. In 2010. I have been known in my time to jump, jump. I have been known to jump, jump here and there along my. Yes. I have been known to jump, jump. So in September. <laughs> Hawks. Starting off with Hawks 2. And moving swiftly on. Yeah, the revolutionizing air combat by not. The first one was terrible. By making a this clumsy one was worse. Just... 
Yeah, oh, we're making clumsy no. ass arcade shooter. Right, shall we jump straight to Spider Man Shattered Dimensions? Yes. Is there a darts fight in that? No. Then I don't care. I've not played it, but I've heard so many good things about it, I really want to, because I think it's the first good Spider Man game since Spider Man 2. What, really? Yeah. Huh. Genuinely. Similar things. My friend who works in the computer game store said, actually, really good. It got. I didn't hear about it because I was in Halo mode. (laughs) Uh, I know the feeling. Yeah. Also, apparently, Neil Patrick Harris's voice work in it, (gasps) really good. I love MPH. We've got to have (laughs) him. And moving on from there. So what do, we, what do we want to talk about next? Amnesia the Dark Descent or Plants vs. Zombies? Keep going. Professor Layton? Yay, Professor Layton. This reminds me of a puzzle. Next song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, shall we jump? Shall we deal with the elephant in the room? Or no, actually, let's talk about F1 2010 first. Yeah, F1 2010. Me and Simon will talk for a bit. Yep. Uh, Koenigsegg. I know a word. That's nothing to do with that's, Formula One. That's sure. a car maker. Schumacher. Right, yep. Okay, that's got something to yeah. do with F1 2010, yeah. <laughs> there, there are two Schumachers in Formula 1. Yeah, okay. F1 2010. Uh, very good game. It's got its flaws, definitely got its flaws in terms of being a pure simulation. It isn't. It isn't perfect. It is, our, it is an arcade game, uh, and I do miss the days of the Jeff Crammon games, which were nerdy, is the only way to put it. But it is fun. It is a fuck ton of fun. Because it's a Codemasters racing game. It's so now, good. that's where you can jump in as a fan of both Grid and Dirt. Hell yeah! And say that Cody's do do good races. They certainly they do. do. They do do. They do do. They do do. Uh, and Remember? F1 2010, no exception. Very pretty, fun to play, and it is really fun starting out in like Virgin Media. Virgin Media? Sorry, Virgin, Virgin Racing. Virgin Racing going up. Or, uh, or, or Lotus, as Lotus, we both did. As both of us did. Yep. yep. And heading, well, we both went to McLaren, didn't we? Yep, yep. we both went to McLaren. Funny that. Both of us won the championship yep. first time round in the Lotus car. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great fun. It, it's actually a very good treatment of uh, the Formula One franchise. I love the um, the podium sitters interviews afterwards where you get the chance to to brag or compliment your team or yeah. basically say, look, the team isn't behind me, fuck them. And it's just great fun. It is. If if you enjoy F1, you'll enjoy F1 2010. And if, if you, you enjoy Codemasters Races, you're probably going to enjoy it. Yeah. Briefly touch on Codemasters Races. Ken Block recently helped announce Dirt 3. Yep. But that's more for our 2011 year in upcoming show, but it is still good news. Yeah, Yeah. boy. Now, I was saying before about the elephant in the room, but September actually is has a little herd of elephants going on. Oh, shit. Mimiths. Because we'll we'll start with the big one, I think. Get it out of the way. Halo Reach. Halo Reach. The game that put the lie to my statement, I don't like shooters on consoles. There we go. It had to come out eventually. I don't like shooters on consoles. But Halo Reach is Halo Reach. Yeah. We've we've not finished it yet, have we? No. We, we haven't made really it through. No, our, our co-op is still sitting there hanging, going, we're not done. Oh, because I, f- I forgot about playing it with you because I played it through with my other friend. Yeah. Oh, got time it. for him, have you? <laughs> got time for your Halo fancy man? Yeah, we need to get through that. I, although, I have to admit, I've been through the space combat section and now I've, I've, I've just decompressed a bit because I'm like, oh, that was so much fun. Like, I want to do more of that. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want to go back on the ground. The ground's stupid with its gravity. Yeah. It it really is just brilliant. It is. And it's the first time since the original Halo I'm enjoying Halo multiplayer. It's, I didn't enjoy Halo 3 multiplayer. As soon as Call of Duty came out, uh, Halo 3 lost its multiplayer appeal for me. But Reach is still brilliant for me right now. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I've been playing SWAT at your recommendation. And it is pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's not, it's not grenade spam. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I need to say about it. Apart from I fucking hate people who vote for SWAT magnums. You can die in a hole. No, there's no point of doing SWAT magnums. That doesn't make any sense. No, nope. doesn't make it any more fun. Die in a hole. Right. And of course, the other big release of September. The mummy elephant. Yeah. Let, let's face it. There can be only one. Lord of the Rings, Aragorn's <laughs> Quest. <laughs> no, be serious. I pet. Yeah, okay, I pet. That was brilliant. <laughs> right, let's, Civilization Five. Hello. Oh. Yeah, I've, I've gone and said it. I've gone and done Civilization it. Civilization Five. Yep. Uh, Civ- I want... I want... I've seen you guys play it so much. <laughs> I want... It if, won't if you, run. If you want to know World 1 Stage 1's feelings on the Civilization franchise, please turn to our slobbering love letter to the Civ <laughs> franchise <laughs> that was it our really episode. Is, isn't it? Yes, because it's awesome. And yeah. in that show, we predicted that as every iteration of Civilization has taken a basic formula and improved upon it, Civ 5 would be the best Civ game yet. I like to think we were right. Uh, I really like the way Civ 5, for example, has uh, not simplified combat, actually, in a, in a way it's made it more strategic. By There is a strategy element. Limiting you to a single unit in a tile. You can't so you don't spam. Have massive stacks and spam. And you have to remember to move your charging units up in front of your artillery and yeah. not block them off. It's, it's a new strategic depth to Civ games, mm-hmm. which is great. See, to me, that bothers me that it wasn't there already. But that's because I've not played the Civ games. Yeah. But it's, it just sounds so good. It really is. I mean, there are a lot of things from Civ 4 to Civ 5 which are not there. Things like True. Uh, spreading of religion, culture flipping of tiles and stuff like that. Um, you know, However, corporations. But that said, there is the ability to mod. True. All- and we live in a world of downloadable content. It's not just that. It's just, I think, as a base game, Civ Five is streamlined in such a way to actually be a better game. Yeah. Because the, the way that the core mechanic of Civilization has changed, it just it makes you think much more tactically about the space mm. available, even with your civilian units. This is going to be quite a geeky comment, but what Civ Five makes me think of is less a computer game and more a German board game. Yes, no, yeah. I totally get where you're coming from. And what they've done is they've tried to strip down the civilization building and made it a game. Yeah. Out and out a game to play. And it's worked very well. Although I do like civilization. I particularly love being able to open my tech tree, scroll on down to <laughs> the technology that will give me infantry. And go, I want this. Get that, and it will take the fastest route. Yep. I can get infantry on the board before riflemen. That. It's handy. Yeah. <laughs> See, that sort of thing to me seems like such a good idea because on Empire Total War at the moment, when I'm having to 
switch between the tech trees and You've make got to fiddle this tech university tree, research and that. And I just want the fastest way to get shell casings so that my naval cannons have a rate of fire that kills everything. If I could do that, that would be fantastic. And that's one of the reasons I just want to five because you want the technology, but you don't want to spend yeah. all of your time thinking about it. Mm. That's the thing I think Simon's hit it on the head is that as a game, Civ Five is superior. It is stripped down somewhat compared to earlier iterations, but I think largely that's for the best. The way that the core mechanic has been altered to make what you've got now a much more tactical decision at every stage has made for an overall more accessible, but also still quite you know true to civilization. Yeah, definitely. It's a fine experience. The only complaint I have is if you've have you tried to play any network multiplayer? No. Oh God, do they need to talk to someone who knows about network code? Really? This is it's essentially a German board game. Yeah. On a large scale. But you're moving single pieces around turn by turn. Yeah. Why is that laggy? Uh hmm. Good point. Why can a game like APB handle a city's worth of cops and robbers tearing around at high speed? Well, actually, no, that was quite kind of laggy at times. Uh, why can <laughs> Why can Left 4 Dead 2 handle hundreds of zombies? Yeah, and this game can't handle turn by turn. That's a problem for me. Yeah, but equally, it is turn by turn. The lag doesn't kill the gameplay. Yeah, it just irritates me a little bit. I think to kind of sum it up. Civilization. If you like the series, get it. Yes. If you like Carcassonne, Settlers of Catan, yep. anything like yep. that, get, get it. it. World 1, Stage 1, Seal of Approval. <laughs> yeah, it's doing the kind of Arkham Asylum thing from yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Of we all will quite happily go Civ 5. Oh, yeah. Get that shit. Uh, also, Dead Rising 2 in September. I haven't played it myself. I've had it rec- recommended to me by many people. Yeah. Again, it's takes the original and iterates and improves. And if you like the original, get it. I didn't. I See, the original really spoiled it for me. Yeah? Because it was so... T- giving me time limits. Yeah, you see, that was my big problem with it. Yeah. As long as Dead Rising 2 has gotten rid of time limits, I might go and have a look. Maybe. But at the same time, I mean, it's not actually my favourite genre. I love the depth of the how silly you can be, the options they've given you in the world. That's great. Yeah. The screenshots of the chainsaws tied to the end of the kayak paddle. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah. as a game, the first one, yeah, I think the time limits were so arbitrary that they completely put me off. Especially when they give you this sandbox world of stupid things to do. Yeah, and then not enough time to do them. Yeah. That's a disappointment. You want to go kill a bunch of zombies? Play Left 4 Dead. Or Left 4 Dead 2 with the World 1 Stage 1 crew. Yep. Which we're going to try and do... I don't know, regularly, but... Yeah, we'll we'll actually organise a team. We'll, yeah. A team, sorry? Well, a team, obviously. But we'll we'll organise events times and stuff. Well, events, our yeah. first experiment was kind of a flop. But. but we have a group on Steam, the Simply Syndicated Listeners Group. It's not even our group. It's It was there it's, beforehand. Yeah. yeah, it existed before us. Uh, but through that, we, we have the capacity as a group, and I mean all of us Simply Syndicated listeners, to organise events, get together on multiplayer games on Steam, whether it's Team Fortress 2 or Left 4 Dead or even Moonbase Alpha, where we will run around and get in each other's way. I will steal the rover. And I will steal the hose. 
<laughs> Which one? He won't say. There's several hoses. I'll leave it a mystery. But... <laughs> 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 the delight, the pure malicious delight with which that was said. Yep. Uh, so we're hoping that that's actually going to be a thing from here on in. Uh, we we want to play games with you guys. That'd be awesome. And to round up September, Final Fantasy fourteen again. Isn't this the the new MMO one? I don't know. I don't care. Cool. October. Hey, uh, FIFA eleven. That was brilliant. Yeah, EA found more ways to gouge football fans this year. Hurrah! And they I'm released a, big, a new FIFA game. There's I'm a, a surprise. Big fan of Look, I skipped over NHL because it's an EA Sports game and it's come, it comes out every year. Yeah. All right. FIFA 11 was great. We'll just cover Madden, uh, Madden, NBL, NHL, and FIFA all got new releases this year. Covered. They were all good. Well, were yeah, they? they actually were all quite good at what they did, but they were very similar to last year's. Yeah. All of them. Uh, Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock was out as well. I w- wasn't bothered by that, funnily enough. Yeah, I've, I've rock band haven't year. played the Guitar Hero franchise since Rock Band came around, really. More on that later. Yep. Because I love my keyboard. Uh, so, October. Simon's in space. <laughs> Hells yeah. On a regular basis. <laughs> and I play Rock Band 3 sometimes. Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. I would care more if I cared about Castlevania. Uh, if you care about Castlevania, it's a really good iteration of the franchise. Yeah. It's okay. one of those things I've just, I've come late to. I really, I don't mean to do it a disservice because I honestly yeah. don't know, but eh. Yeah. It's, it's never come up. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not into Castlevania, probably no reason to go out of your way to find it, but it is a really good Castlevania game. Cool. So if that's your thing, be happy. Yep. You know, I liked how we occasionally do that. We know of a thing that we've heard is pretty good. We'll still we'll still give it the love. Yeah, definitely. I, like I don't know seeing, what the fuck it is. I like seeing them do good games. Holy shit, October, Gothic 4. What? <laughs> well, because oh, they wouldn't make oh, a fourth yeah. one if the first three were so bad. <laughs> I can gladly tell you there have been three before it. Wow! <laughs> You've got to find a demo. Uh, what's really worrying about this, listeners, is Gothic 3... I bought when I was still in school. Uh, that was many years ago, so it's Gothic been a while. Four. They're really looking for a franchise to resurrect, <laughs> aren't they? I'm so glad that came up. Wow. <laughs> that was Thank so you unlikely. for that excellent question. <laughs> okay, what else is there? Uh, Super Scribble Notes. Okay. Which added adjectives. Did it? Yeah. Oh, I actually need that. Cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, Medal of Honor. Ooh, Some people might care about. True. Uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn, I want to talk about, is really good. Now, the Wii gets a hard time. It's got a hard time from my co-hosts before we went on air, even. I don't like the Wii. Motion, uh, for me, motion control just isn't... No, I, I, I get you. All. I get you. But you when motion really... control works properly, yeah. I'll care. But you should really give Epic Yarn a go. It's actually a fantastic game it's an example of what Wii games should be a game designed from the ground up to be controlled with a Wii controller not a old paradigm of gaming trying to cram motion controls into it yeah and it's it really works I love it it's a Kirby game and it's awesome cool so uh, that one carries my seal of approval very rough 
What else have we got? Oh, Fallout New Vegas. That tick. Yes. Yeah. Because big tick. Well, the patch went live. So uh, yeah, as is, as is traditional for Fallout games, the broken game was repaired quickly. Yep. Um, and it's by Oblivion, who were the guys... Obsidian. Obsidian, sorry, yes. Oblivion, Obsidian, is Bethesda release. You can see how I get confused. Yeah, but yeah Obsidian, uh, the guys responsible for Fallout 1 and 2. Yeah, so, more or less. Well, with a few exceptions, replacements. Yeah, but um, one caveat there is whilst we all universally agree that New Vegas is fantastic, I have a good friend who a huge fan of Fallout 3. Uh-huh. Not so much of 1 and 2. Never really his thing. He tried them at the time, wasn't that into them. Yeah. And he's not into New Vegas. That's interesting, because I would have thought the Isolenia RPG thing would have been what he might not have liked. But, I mean, we were talking about it, and I said one of the things I prefer about New Vegas over 3 is that the wasteland feels like a wasteland. Yeah. And Fallout 3 felt like the Fallout wasteland-themed theme park. Something Always over something every around rise. every corner. And, I mean, that was part of his problem with it. And... Mm. I can see where he's coming from. I think he's wrong. But I can understand why he's wrong. Yeah. I, I, I get where he's coming from. So, as a caveat, if uh, Fallout 3 is your thing specifically, do tread carefully. I think one of my favorite things about New Vegas is hardcore mode. Is very Ammo cool. has weight. You need to sleep. You need to drink water and to eat. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit, that makes Fallout really hard. <laughs> but it so much more rewarding. It doesn't make it that hard. Not that much harder, but ammo having weight certainly starts to, to that, stack up. That has an effect, but only if you're ammo-based. If you're a melee character, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm, I'm always ammo-based. Yeah. I don't get on with melee. <laughs> oh, but you should, because one of my favorite things about New Vegas, various weapons now have a special move in melee that takes up a few more VATS points, but it's usually an instant kill. Huh. Like, um, uh, there's a special golf club you pick up off of one of the gang members. Right. And you have a sort of 14 off swing. Yeah. That will just <laughs> drop Knock them dead. Knock off. Yep. Sweet. Uh, so it's a lot of fun in that regard. Also, the weird, a weird wasteland. <laughs> Indy's in the fridge. Anyway, McLuhan, a brew. Ah, Danny Elfman, Super Meat Boy. I'm actually really quite interested by Super Meat Boy. I if anybody wants it. to get me a present for Christmas on Steam, are you fishing much? Don't buy him anything. He'll no, call you a don't. dick. Don't don't buy Mike games when there's still me to buy it for. No, <laughs> no, but it is one that's well worth. Uh, looking out for apparently I haven't played it but I've heard so many good things about it and I want to play it's a Super Tofu Boy it's got 99% more head crab yeah on Steam that makes me want it <laughs> I just I just do it's a puzzle platformer with a glorious sense of humour and everyone raves about it but I haven't had a chance to pick it up when it comes down in price a bit and I've sorted my trip to Germany I think I'll buy it a couple of games the inevitable franchise successions Star Wars Force Unleashed 2. Uh, a lot of people have said very disappointing. Yeah, I've really? the same thing. Disappointed by a Star Wars game. <laughs> I think we covered that. Yeah. Uh, Smackdown vs. Raw 2011. Uh, if you can, get the Bret Hitman Heart edition with the free Bret Hitman Heart DVD, because that's kind of cool, and it costs the same amount of money. Huh. Seems like a dumb idea to get it without the DVD, then. 
Uh, limited stocks were available. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, so I speak as the guy who bought that game, because I, I always buy the SmackDown vs. Raw games. I refuse to be judged. I'm judging you anyway. Yeah, yep, I knew you would. Anyway. And Fable 3, to round it out. Oh no, Rock Band 3 and Fable 3, to round out the month. We're yeah. all as keen as we were. Did anybody play Fable 3? Uh, no, because I've heard nothing but disappointing reviews. Yeah, same as. I didn't. I think care. two set the bar, and three was much touted as going to be the revolutionary epic. Yeah. And just dropped fair. the ball in a big way, from what yeah. I've heard. Very and quickly went from seeing it all adverts on television all the time to nothing yeah. at all. And this speaks to me of a lion head that has fired half its staff. Um, had Peter Molyneux go off and become the creative director of Microsoft Games Europe, lost its direction, oh. and become a Microsoft studio, which is what has happened to Fable and uh, Lionhead in the last couple of years. Abu. So, oh, sad times. It is very sad to see a franchise that could have been so great um, fall into a little bit of disappointing mediocrity, really. Yeah. Rock Band 3, on the other hand. Hey! Keyboard. Keyboard. Key. Guitar. Keytar. Keytar solo. Ah, oh, the keytar. Uh, that alone adds so much to Rock Band for me that I'm that loving you it. Bought a keyboard trying to I, get it to work. Yeah, I bought you my. Failed that. No, no, it works. It. I, I just need the MIDI oh, adapter. It's fine. Oh, okay. Um, but the MIDI adapter wasn't released for ages until afterwards. And so once I discovered it. that, I bought the keyboard because it was almost the same price as the MIDI adapter. Uh, so I have a keyboard which I'm playing piano on. It's fine. And I also have the official Rock Band wireless keyboard controller to play the game with. And it's also a MIDI controller for controlling a garage band on my computer. So that's fine. Yeah, good. Uh, and also, of course, if you're into it, you can buy the professional guitars. There's the one with hundreds of buttons on the fretboard to simulate every possible position of the finger on string and fretboard. Just get a guitar. Or you can just get a guitar. Really? Yep, there is MIDI a MIDI input guitar now. MIDI input guitar. Clever. Uh, that Mad Cats have released that is a, a traditional electric guitar if you hook it into an amp, or a MIDI guitar if you hook it into Rock Band. That is an astounding piece of technology, and I completely approve. Absolutely. And Rock Band 3 will take you from the very first hit these five notes to complete the game, all the way through, if you so desire, to expert pro mode, which is hit every note in the song. So, what has happened is the kind of casual disdain that people who actually play guitar and what have you have had for these games going to go, uh, why don't you just learn to play real guitar? Rock Band has totally gone, that's a fucking good idea. Yep, they've uh, released a two-octave keyboard. And again, the expert mode will take you through to hitting the actual keys of the song and teaching you to play the song on the keyboard. Or a MIDI input guitar that will teach you to play the song on the guitar. Singing, word for word, always has been. And the drums are compellingly similar to real drumming. And more and more you're getting kits released with two elevated cymbals. And it's becoming an authentic experience. It's a really interesting in to... Because the hardest part of practice is always not it sounding like the song. So when you get the chance to kind of play along... Yeah. That's that's really You have Rock Band 3 as your backing track. That is quite cool. And it's full of uh, lessons. If you remember from the earlier rock bands, there was the drum fill tutorial mode, which would just teach you to do some pretty cool drum fills. But when you're activating overdrive in rock band, you have that bit where you can do whatever you want. And it would teach you a few cool drum fills you could do in there. Well, now that's 
let's break a song down phrase by phrase and teach it to you. Yeah. And you can learn the songs on the game. It's quite phenomenal. That's, that's, that is cool. That has just given Rock Band 3 a whole new level of awesome to yep. me. I didn't know that. Harmonics are wanting to teach you to play instruments at last. I'm pretty sure this is where they've been going with it all along. It's been a sort of slow, insidious creeping into it. your home. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see it coming, and I couldn't be happier that it's here. Yeah, it's great. I'm thrilled to bits. And just having the keyboard in means we've got so many good tracks that have been missed out over the years, such as Cold as Ice, Space Oddity, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody. and credit to them as well for realising this is a party game. And you've got four USB controllers. You can have four people logged into an Xbox. Yeah. So they've accepted that maybe you might have more people than that. And you can have up to seven instruments plugged in, where four of them are mics. And the people on the mics don't have to log into a profile. They can just howl. They're harmonizing. They're the backing singers. You can have seven people rotating around all the different songs and instruments at the same time uh, gathered around doing one song. It's a lot of fun. So credit to Harmonics for making, in my mind, the best party game of the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very if, if we're going to do the World One Stage 1 award show, yep, which go. we might party, do. Party game of the year. Uh, party game of the year, Rock Band 3. So, moving on to November. November. Start off with Bloodstone. Yeah, let's let's start off with Bloodstone. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, oh, I always find it really difficult to kind of not like Bloodstone because, <laughs> in all honesty, there is so much which is actually going for it. Just to kind of briefly touch on, it is uh, the writers from uh, GoldenEye and Tomorrow Never Dies. So it is authentic Bond writers, d- despite what people might think of Goldeneye and what have you, and even what I've said in the past about um, that era of Bond, it's still Bond. So that's kind of cool. It's got Daniel Craig and Judy Dench reprising their roles, respectively, and the rest of the voice cast is pretty cool, um, including Joss Stone, who is the only possible link I can think of. Uh, she's the Bond girl, and Bloodstone the name of the game. That's the only link I can think There's of. no diamonds involved? Oh, there are diamonds, but the... Re- uh, uh, yeah, I won't... Basically, my one really big peeve with uh, Bond Bloodstone was its um, blue shiftness. I paid full price for a game which took me about five hours to complete. Mm. And I will say, it was actually really fun. Those five hours were so thoroughly, absolutely Bond. But when you're paying nearly £10 an hour for them... Well, even I mean, even then, I still find it, like I said, I find it difficult to dislike this game because mm. the car chases were fun. The close combat stuff is really brutal, really cool, and kind of Sean Connery-style fucking nutting. <laughs> um some of the lairs, you know, there's no other word for yeah. them. There are Bond villain lairs. Oh, that's kind of cool. The music, oh, the music is the uh, proper composers as yeah. well. So it's, it runs like a movie. Yeah. It's been licensed by Eon Entertainment, so it is technically canon. Um, and it was, it was an enjoyable game for five mm. hours. Cool. I have recently started tooling around the multiplayer a little bit, and that's actually a lot of fun as well. Um, 
probably fool around a bit more with that when I'm not playing left yeah. or what have you so much. Although I am one of these people who says, uh, again, we're stealing Yahtzee's bit, but he's right. A game needs to stand up on its single player alone. Absolutely. Unless it is a pure multiplayer experience like Mag or Team Fortress 2. Yeah. Which is where I think I would say, if you see Bloodstone, cheap, pick it up, give it a go. Ah, so it's you another find... of our, it's worth it, but maybe not full price. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Bargain bin so might it's be akin, too much. It's akin to Bayonetta. No. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's worth it for the way that they've motion captured Daniel Craig's Bond running. He runs like a spack. Yeah, he does. He... Um, okay. <laughs> I, I've not watched the, the Daniel Craig films, so I, that that's lost on me. Oh, it's, it's absolutely authentic. Um, just... <laughs> load up a demo of Bloodstone and watch him run. He's Excellent. not very well coordinated. He does He does flail like a fat <laughs> kid on his knees trying to smash ants. It's quite strange. <laughs> shall, shall we move on uh, to Codblops? Codblops? Codblops. Do you mean... You see, you're going for the Astro approach with Well, Cod-blops. that's next. <laughs> okay, so Call of Duty Black Ops. Who uh, gave a shit? I see a lot of people playing it on my Steam. A lot of people play it, but that's because it's another Call of Duty game. Yeah. You can't play on the previous one because everybody's got it. Yeah, this is this is how they do it. It's Call of Duty Left, Left 4 Dead 2 emptied mm. the Left 4 Dead servers. Yeah. Uh, for a long time, I played no Left 4 Dead because I did not own two and no one played one. I haven't got round to getting Black Ops yet. It's um, the same way they do FIFA and everything. It's yeah. Call of Duty's EA, isn't it? Uh... No, Call of Duty is Activision. Activision. Is it? Okay. But it's that incremental improve, uh, improvement and release another game this year. Yeah. So if you play the Call of Duty games and you enjoy Call of Duty multiplayer, you'd best buy Black Ops or you'll have no one to play with. I will have it at Christmas and I will be able to play with everybody online, but at the moment, just... I wasn't impressed enough with it in all of the hype. In the build-up, I, it didn't grab my attention at all. Yeah. Same as. Yeah, same. It's, it was a Treyarch game. It's it's too close to Modern Warfare 2. Hmm. Yeah. I'd agree. It's more that it's another game where Infinity Ward make a great game and Treyarch go, we have to copy this to make similar. Yeah. Yeah. And I just couldn't be bothered. But now I'm at the point where I physically can't play with anyone anymore. <laughs> so I have to. So, speaking of games that if you want to enjoy the multiplayer, you'd best get the latest version, Aspro. 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 That's what the cool kids are calling it. It is a good game. Shut up, Francis. I have heard a lot of people complimenting this game, and having thoroughly enjoyed Assassin's Creed, um, I really want to play 2. I'm that far behind. And then, having played 2, I would like to play some multiplayer so I'll probably have to buy whatever replaces. Do you want to borrow two? Because I can just give you Oh, that. yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll just give you that. That'd be great. But Is it your brother's? No, it's mine. Okay. Or I thought it? I'd double check. It might be, actually. I don't know. I don't care. Clearly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, I must explain. It's my little brother, not even my older brother. I'm the older brother. I'm nicking his game. <laughs> wow, you're such a dick. Uh, um, well, no, I feel bad now because I'm nicking his games. No, he don't care. He don't play it. I've never met him. Anyway, um... So yeah, Aspro does appeal to me on the grounds that I I enjoy the Assassin's Creed gameplay and the feel of the games yeah. is a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, 
then again, maybe this is me hankering after Mirror's Edge because it's got that free-running kind of a feel to yeah, it. Yeah, I can see where you put see, the two together. I'm going to say something now that some people might take the wrong way. Hooray! Oh, because nothing uh, you've said so to, far. Yeah, no. To me, I didn't feel I should be spending full price on it. Okay. It felt, it felt like DLC that they couldn't stop doing. Yeah, they no. couldn't quite find the end point, so they went right. I'll spin this out to a whole game and sell you it for full mm, price. Yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. That happens. The, and... the first clue I had to that was when when you start playing, and it immediately says this whole world that you were able to run around and travel between these cities is gone. You're stuck in this one city. Yeah, DLC. Um, <laughs> So they've just made it huge. Uh, it doesn't for me. It doesn't quite replace it. Okay, you can see where you're coming from. Yeah, and the story just seems a bit spun out. But from what I understand, despite what we were just saying, uh, as I understand it, the appeal of Aspro is the multiplayer. This is where I'm a terrible person to say I haven't bothered. <laughs> Well, if, I, if you don't know, there's, there's yeah, no shame in admitting. I can't say against it. I haven't bothered playing the multiplayer. That yet. is certainly what I hear, though. I've heard a lot, I have heard a lot of people say it's good, but I just haven't yet. Cool. And a uh, quick rundown. The Kinect came out in November and all the related games. Hey, um, Potentially interesting for the future of home computing, but not necessarily for consoles, in like my I opinion. Said, I'll give a shit when it works. Yep. I don't want to be at the... At the forefront of this technology. Yeah. Uh, let other people be the bleeding edge beta testers. There we go. Bleeding uh, being the operative term. Yep. Uh, you got Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, another big franchise with another big release. Yeah. And Hot Pursuit was really good the first time around. Yeah. A lot of fun. So might have to have a shifty at that one. I'm inclined the same way. Uh, and there's we a like PC our racing games. Available. We do. And there's a PC version available. So that Ooh. appeals to me as a PC gamer. I wonder if it will come out on Steam. On what? Steam. Okay. Steam. Steam! Steam! Steam. Uh, anyway. Um, God damn. We're such whores. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. Sponsor <laughs> us. Give us money. Give us games. Give us love. Um, Donkey Kong. Country Returns. Great. A new Raving Rabbids. Great. Michael Jackson, The Experience. I totally want that. <laughs> See, my, my, I gotta say, I would probably be mildly curious if Michael Jackson was still alive and he were actually in any way involved with the production. Yeah. As it is, it's got Michael's name on it. He's not making any money off of it. Fuck that noise. True that. Oh, this one's going to sound weird, but genuine recommendation. Heartfelt recommendation. Okay. Pac-Man Championship Edition Deluxe. It doesn't sound weird at all. That sounds awesome. Good. It's uh, the Pac-Man game that was developed for Pac-Man tournaments. Oh, that is very specific. Yes, it is. If if you like, if you have any fondness in your heart for Pac-Man as a nostalgia in video gaming, you have to have played Championship Edition at least once. And they've uh, mixed it up with all sorts of new stuff added on as well. Yeah. So sort of different graphical themes and all sorts of fun stuff. But it's it's the best Pac-Man you'll play. Cool. Well, you can get it on Xbox Live Arcade and Network. And PlayStation Network, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is there? Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo 5. 5. Yeah. Oh, hell yes. My PS3 just justified itself. Actually, it did that this year twice over with Heavy Rain and Gran Turismo. Uh, does Gran Turismo 5 have its faults? Yes. Some say 
that many players <laughs> bought it for just one thing. Yep. And that the Top Gear test track is the sexiest thing they've ever raced around by themselves. Agreed. All we know is Simon's not the stick. <laughs> no, I am not. But, uh, and nor is the stick in it, and it doesn't feature power lap boards, and oddly the cameras on the Top Gear test track aren't where Top Gear put them. Now, these are all obvious blunders. Yeah. Uh, not to mention there's no reasonably priced car on the car list. No! <laughs> uh, these are huge, obvious mistakes, but... It is the latest Gran Turismo game. And this isn't a case of, we'll put a new one out that's slightly different every year. This they has been, go to town on this shit. Yeah, this has been in development a while. So long that they released a interim game, Gran Turismo 5 Prologue, as a sort of work-in-progress game, just to keep people happy in the me- uh, meantime. As a heads up, how Japanese is that game? <laughs> How poor are, are you referring to their taste in music? I'm referring to their taste in menus <laughs> and their taste in my god that music. Okay, it feels the, like I should be standing in an elevator. The presentation is uniquely Japanese. I think is the most complimentary way to say it. <laughs> uh, you can compliment but that's that. What, that's what you get with every Gran Turismo game. Yes, that's what it is. That's part of the beauty. It is part of the charm. It's. You know, it's like having an old friend back, having, ah, oh, your weird scrunched up face and weird voice. I missed them. <laughs> your freckled ginger friend comes round. Who you haven't seen in a while, and yeah. it's good to see him, even if he is a bit odd looking. And he brings his dog. <laughs> Which shits on your carpet, but it's a lovely dog. You fucking love that dog. I don't have a carpet. I have a tiny carpet. Okay. And he'd shit on that one place, yes. you know he would. Yep. So, Gran Turismo 5, it does have its faults. Everything you've read about it as a criticism is probably true. Still worth it. Yeah. It's still Gran Turismo. Golden Sun also came out in November, which is big deal for Golden Sun fans. I am not a Golden Sun fan. Nor am I. But it's been a while since the last one, and it's a very sought-after franchise. So, if you like Golden Sun, there you go. There's a new one. There we go. And Epic Mickey. Which, Which really flipped under our radar, didn't yeah, it? Yeah. We we've totally to. got to jump on that. <laughs> I mean, we've been spending, wow, pretty much a year being psyched for it. Yeah. And now it's out, and I haven't played it. Disney said boo about it. They never, they never, there was no marketing gone into no. this game, it seems. Yeah, that's, that is what bothers me, is it came out. Yeah. It wasn't released. It wasn't. Put, put out, it was. It just came out. Yeah. It just was there one day, available for purchase. And I was like, oh, hi. That's, that's all the Ferrari you wanted to give it? It's Christmas is coming, uh, and you haven't put a single advert out. Is there a Kingdom Hearts game coming soon? Is that what that's, I think that were, budget's going to? I think there was a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, I think we might have missed one. this year, but I yeah. don't care. Yeah, there well, was no advertising for that either. No. Captive audience, I suppose. No, it's like Disney's kind of just been quiet this year. Very strange. Well, they've been working on Tron, haven't they? Yes, speaking of which, the, the Tron Evolution Tron. tie-in game came out in December this year. Uh, not played it, don't No, nope, nor me. I want to see the film. But I want to see the film. Game can... It's a film tie-in. I'm not expecting it to be any good. Um, only huge release for December, World of Warcraft. Yeah, Cataclysm. That is the big one. And none of us play World of Warcraft. So, uh, I, I can report second-hand that it... it goes back and changes an awful lot and makes the world new again and it's very shiny and fancy if you play World of Warcraft. Also, dapper lycanthropes. My um, one weakness. <laughs> Terrible, yet yeah, refined. refined. 
so if you play World of Warcraft, I well, doubtless you've already bought it. And you are probably playing Ernest Warg 9 right now. Probably. Uh, which I think wraps up the year pretty much. You've uh, got the Mario All-Stars release on the Wii. You've got new X-Men game, which apparently is kind of cool in the sort of old school X-Men game style. Uh, Trackmania for the Wii, but hey, Trackmania Forever is available on the PC for free, so do that. And uh, yeah, I think we're wound up for, for the, the year. year. Cool. Because nothing comes out in December, because there isn't a long enough run up to Christmas then to actually sell it to people. True story. However, there are five, as, as of this recording, there are five shopping days left of Christmas. There are. Go check Steam. In all seriousness, if you have a friend or a family member who is into their gaming and they play on PC, go get them the the license to own that will be uh, the gift through Steam. That um, took me far too long to say. More to the sentence. point, I would say if you have a friend who is really into their PC gaming and has Steam, you might be best served. They might like you more if you hold on and buy them their Christmas present after Christmas. Because there will be a sale. Ah. There is always a Steam sale. They will like you when you buy them something, regardless of when you buy them. That's true. Your wallet might like you more if you buy it (laughs) after Christmas. Well, you're likely to be able to buy them more after Christmas, is what I'm implying. Because there are packs. Oh, the after Christmas packs. Oh, the the id, every game they ever made pack. THQ, every game they ever made pack. Yeah. yeah. Valve, every game they ever made. Dawn of War, so all many. of them. Yeah, I have so many games on my list because of those packs. Yep, me too. They are so worth it. And they are cheap when they come out. 80% off, yep. 90% off in some cases. You will be paying little more than full retail price for a single game, but getting 10, 20, 20 games. 30. Yep. Yeah. So the sale is so well worth looking at. Do, do Steam do gift cards? I believe they do. If they don't, they should. I'll just say that. So maybe what you want to buy is a Steam gift card, if such a thing is available. No. Steam holiday sale has just started. Oh! oh. <laughs> as, as we are recording. As I am, as I am looking, I'm seeing 75% off Portal. It's £2.50. I'm seeing Super Meat Boy for three quid. Holy oh. crap, buying that later. I'm getting that tonight. Yeah, I'm nobody needs to get that for Fear me for Complete Christmas. for £5.80. I'm seeing lots and lots of discounts. Go to Steam. The sale, it has begun. Yep, merrigingly. I, I think we're done. We, we all need to now <gasps> run off, Wait. go to Steam, and buy things. Can I make a request? Of what is, what beloved is listeners, request? guys, Christmas is coming. Please. Think of us when you're drawing your Steam tans. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And if I can make a request, actually, on a completely different note, it's something we've been meaning to talk about for a while, but we haven't recorded. Christmas is coming, and if you have some spare money, and if you're wondering who to buy a present for, buy it for Child's Play. Yes. That's right. Child's Play we is a charity up. set up by Mike and Jerry over at Penny Arcade, and you can find out more by Googling Child's Play, going through Penny Arcade, that mostly what they do is they do tri- uh, drives to get toys, games, into the hands of sick children in pediatric wards all over the world now. It's a big deal. Egypt, Syria, New Zealand. So there will be a local cause. You know, you will be doing it for someone in your community. So if you have a little spare, don't don't buy us games. We have lots. We really do. And Steam is going to give us more this Christmas. So put a game 
or a toy in the hands of a sick child uh, in the name of our favourite charity, Child's Play. So, this has been a very special World 1 Stage 1. I have been Troy. I have been Simon. And I have been Mike. Goodbye. Don't keep looking at me. (laughs) That was World 1 Stage 1. Visit our website at world1stage1.com. Join our forum, send us an email. Or follow us on Twitter at W1S1. And, of course, our thanks go to Power Glove for our theme tune.